Good Wednesday evening and welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming to you on this evening with our pre-draft episode where we just go in, look at our respective teams and basically make a shopping list. Who you want to get in the first round if you can't get, you know, what do you need in this draft? So first and foremost, I'm going to throw it over to BJ. And then I'll be back. And we'll see what BJ thinks Buffalo needs. And normally when he talks about Buffalo and what they need to make it to the next level, uh, they listen to him and they go out and get him. He said they needed a receiver to take the top off the defense. What did they do? They responded to BJ by going out and getting Stephon Diggs. So let's see what BJ feels they need to add as weapons. And I'll be right back. What's up, everybody? What's going on? It's your boy, BJ, with the Sideline Junkies. And this is a part of our draft preview where all of us hop on here and give our thoughts on the upcoming 2020 NFL draft and our particular favorite teams, what we think um, what they, what we think they should do going in. I mean, not GMs or anything like that. This is just our opinion. We love giving it. We love, you know, uh, letting you guys listen to our pain. We definitely uh, appreciate the listens and the support. is is much appreciated. Um, if you listen to the show, if you know, my favorite team growing up were the Buffalo Bills. Now, that might confuse some of you because me and KG do D.C. Sports Rundown, and I go in-depth of the Washington Redskins, which uh, another team I also follow heavily now because they're local so but when I first started watching football it was the Buffalo Bills so I'm going to go into depth of the Buffalo Bills and what I think they should do from what I saw last year and um, what circumstances they have in front of them now Buffalo did have the 22nd pick in the first round that is now gone due to the trade that landed them Stephon Diggs so they sent uh, the first, um, fifth, and sixth rounder, and a fourth in 2021 for Stephon Diggs. And they got Stephon Diggs in Minnesota seventh this year. So one of the main needs going into 2020 from what we saw last year, they had nobody on offense that could just completely open up the field. Nobody the defense was worried about besides Josh Allen running the ball. Now we all know you gotta have balance on that on that on that field. So even though Josh Allen was killing it with his legs, you still have to add something to go to the next level. Stephon Diggs can be that guy. Um, it's I, I don't want to say I feel like they gave up too much for him, but I guess I'm doubting myself. So I'm going to say I think I gave up a little bit too much for him. Um, especially when we saw DeAndre Hopkins go for what he did. So I think Stephon Diggs can help the offense. It just depends on if Josh Allen can get him the ball. Is he going to continue to grow and progress as a passer? Because what I saw in that Texans game, yeah, the, the Texans game for me was it wasn't horrible. And I know everybody has to grow, but 
it's like when the lights shine, that's when you get to really see who who's who. And I wasn't impressed with Josh Allen. Let's just say that. Um, do I think he can get better? Yes. But uh, anyway, um, this isn't going to be a Josh Allen episode. This is a Buffalo Bills draft episode. So let's go through the picks they have. They have a second round pick, number uh, overall 54. Third round, number 22nd, overall 86. Fourth, also the 22nd, uh, overall 128. And the fifth, that's uh, 22nd, overall 167. Then they have two six-round picks, uh, number nine in the sixth round, number 28th, uh, number 188 and 207 overall, respectively. And then they have the seventh round pick they got from the Vikings, the 25th pick in the seventh round at number 239. Now, being though they don't have a first round pick, which is fine for me, I, you know, we talk about on this show all the time um, having good people in place in a front office where you make the best of your picks. And I think the second pick, the second round pick, the 27nd pick. Now, my gripe has been with the Texans game specifically, how poorly the offensive line performed. And and there's ways that you could get the offensive line to get back, you know, coaching, cadence count. uh, Just it's a whole bunch of different things that can help. Um, Now, you know, (laughs) is that going to be done? I mean, Cody Ford, I wasn't really impressed with Cody Ford right tackle. Uh, he was getting absolutely destroyed. Um, but so with that second pick, you had to excuse my son. He is currently playing my Madden game and very excited doing so. It's his favorite game. But do you I think at that pick, you get the best best athlete available, whether that's a, a running back, whether that's a wide receiver. They still need help at tight end. Dawson Knox. Um, the jury's still out on him. So it, it's, it's a lot of things that still could be upgraded uh, Buffalo Bills-wise. Um, defensively, you have aging uh, Jerry Hughes. Trent Murphy isn't a spring chicken. Uh, uh, they just signed Mario Addison, 32. So something I always say on this show is that, you know, good GMs plan for the future and not just a year ahead, but a, several years ahead three or four years ahead, you have to start drafting people's replacements. So um, with with them being down to pick, and, 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 and you know, granted, this is it's 530, it's Wednesday, so much can happen between now and draft, draft time. So, you know, this is, you know, assuming they keep the picks they have, you know, Brandon Bean seems like he's kind of an aggressive GM, which I like. You know, it's, it's, if you're not winning, then you're losing. That's the only the only key. Um, Buffalo's projected to win the AFC East this year with Tom Brady being gone. Um, so I would like to see if if you know. I mean, I'm okay if they stay at the second in the second round. Um, if they move up, I don't know what they would be moving up for. You know, if they're getting you know somebody that they're in love with. You know, moving up maybe uh, early first round I don't know because there's always teams looking to move back for multiple picks so you know you'll always have that that option I'm sure people are on the phone now making multiple calls you know people calling everybody just to gauge interest and see what's available and for what so um I would like to see 
maybe with that third or fourth pick, maybe them go get a nice young offensive lineman. Um, so they got Ty and Secchi backing up Cody Ford, and he's definitely not no spring chicken. So, um, but also, even with Stephon Diggs coming, if you see, you know, if they have a receiver on their board that they're in love with, you know, I can see them moving around to go get more help. You know, more help. I don't want to see Josh Allen running for a thousand yards. You know, I, I just, in my head, I just don't want to see him take that chance, get hit, get hurt. So they need more weapons on that offense where he can go back. And when you when you're running for your life versus running because you you want to and you need to, and it's a surprise, it's just totally different. So, um, I think that's all I have. You know, um, agile. Offensive lineman, like I said, I was super, super disappointed with the uh, the Bills' offense offensive line. Um, even though I believe I believe Buffalo had more sacks than the Texans in that game, I think Jerry Hughes had three or four himself. So interesting to see. Uh, I'll be just like everybody else. I'll be in the wings waiting to see um, you know what's going to happen, what they're going to do. Um, any moves. And that's just not with my team. It's any team. It's NFL draft time. So sit back, enjoy your draft. Um, you know, like, like always, we're on Instagram, Sideline Junkies, Facebook, Sideline Junkies. Come join us. Come talk to us. We'll be doing a, a small live show during the draft. Probably the, probably the first, first round, maybe. Depends on how we're feeling. So if you're around, come join us. That's it for me, BJ. Sideline Junkies out. So this is my thoughts on the Steelers draft in 2020. Uh, This year, the Steelers come in with, I believe, six picks. Um, As you know, their first pick went to the Miami Dolphins for safety of Mika Fitzpatrick, which was a a great um, investment for a first-round pick. Um, you couldn't add for nothing more within the first, uh, I believe, played maybe eight or nine games with the Steelers. So uh, he, he started to fit later on in the season. So that was great for that Steelers defense. Uh, for this year, I'm going to start off with the offense. For the offense, you know, they're going to have to get a quarterback. So with their second with their second round pick, I say they should get uh, a running back, quarterback, wide receiver or um or outside linebacker. So I would prefer probably maybe a running back. Oh and I forgot the clue offensive lineman. Maybe a running back or a wide receiver um to help um reassure some depth within the within the team structure. Um for a quarterback, I could wait till the later rounds. If a player like Jalen Hurst happens to be around in the second uh, second round, uh, I'm at this point. I'm taking him. Uh, even running backs such as uh, I think is uh, DK Hopkins from Ohio State. I'm taking him. Um, Jonathan Till, I believe, from uh, Stanford. You know, I'm taking a, a quality guy, especially a running back. If I give me a top notch running back to help 
take the weight off of John Connor and Jalen Samuels, I'm all for it. Because we need a most definite league back who has some speed and who's really not injury prone. So we also use a wide receiver. Um, like I said, I, I take him in the second round. Like the first two or three picks, uh, I might go offensive. Because we still need depth at offensive linemen, uh, wide receiver, and tight end. And I don't see a tight end being taken until later on in the draft. Uh, as far as the defense, I would say the last two or three picks for the defense, uh, fifth, sixth. And, well, they got two fifths, I believe. No, I'm sorry. They got two fourths, a six, and a seven. So six and seven, I would probably say for the defense. Uh, if, if, in, if I have to pick a defensive person early, it would be in the second round, uh, outside linebackers, just in case something doesn't work out with Bud Dupree, you'll have something, uh, in the factory that's being built, that's being created, that's being molded. And if Bud Dupree happens to don't want to work out an extension as to being a uh, franchise, then this gives you another option of being him being traded and filling in that void with, um, that gap, that void, if he gets traded or leave for some odd reason at the end of the year. So, and plus, Pittsburgh is always good at having depth at um, linebacker. So, at this point, if they don't have to, I wouldn't take a outside uh, middle line, I mean, outside linebacker backer if I don't have to. Now, what I could see is a inside linebacker to play um, – inside with uh Devin Bush um somebody who has speed to kind of uh replace the replace Vince Williams who's a little slow but he's a hitter he 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 can get to the football and he can cause a disruption but at the same time with everybody spreading teams out the the tight end being vertical um they want somebody who also can drop back in coverage and has good recovery speed and possibly good hands to uh you know have good coverage so i wouldn't worry about the defense last i would focus more on offense this year with the draft picks that's where majority of picks would go say the last two or three people for the uh defense because the defense is is nice i mean i would pick up a cornerback late in the draft if i could um not too sure about Justin Lane. This will be his second full year in the Steelers uh, organization. Um, you know, uh, Joe Hayden is 31. Steve Nelson's about, Steven Nelson's about 28, 29. And, you know, I'm, I probably roll with more with Joe Hayden as being the solid number one. Um, it could be potential fall off with the, um, with Steven Nelson. And then you still have Mike Hilton playing the slot, which could be a problem because he could leave in uh, free agency also. So we probably most definitely need a cornerback. But for this draft, I will focus more on the offensive side, uh, finding a quarterback, finding a number one running back, finding somebody uh, for the wide receivers who can add more depth. If Deontay Johnson is actually working with Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown shows him how to run routes properly and use his speed at the same time, Deontay Johnson could possibly have a heck of a second season with the Pittsburgh Steelers and give Big Ben a dependable target he can hit 
uh, running deep, running slants, running outs, you know, all types of routes. If he learns that route tree, that will be great. Uh, you know, we just signed Eric Ebron. Hopefully he can bring some um, vertical speed to the offense. Uh, some a, a nice little outlet for Big Ben. Uh, he probably needs to work on his blocking. So just to work on the offensive line would be great in this draft for this team. And I, I most definitely say uh, get a, a most definitely a, a strong running back and a quarterback because right now I'm not going with Devin Hodges nor Mason Rudolph. Um, if possible, get a veteran uh, quarterback to back up Big Ben until Jalen Hurts, uh, somebody comes along um, this year. Uh, cause Ben's not going to be around too much longer. So that's my thoughts on this year's draft. Um, thank you for listening. All right. Strong stuff from BJ right there. Uh, I know how he feels about his Buffalo bills. So believe he's got his finger on the pulse and he's not going to be wrong. in what he says, because he watched that playoff game uh against the Texans and he was very underwhelmed and very he wasn't happy let's just say that so the people's choice Don Rodriguez decided to throw his hat in the ring got a little something something to say we're gonna throw it over to him then we're gonna take a break and I'll come back with who I believe the Redskins should pick with the number two pick What's up, ladies and gentlemen in podcast land? This is the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. I know this show is chock full of information about the NFL draft and who's going where. But the most important thing, in my opinion, that has happened this week in our lovely NFL is the fact that it has been leaked, rumored, announced, confirmed, whatever you want to call it that the Baltimore Ravens' own QB Lamar Jackson will be on the cover of Madden 21. And my question to all of you to go on your your Facebooks, your Twitters, your computers, call our lovely phone number and hear KG's sexy voice, and let us know if you think that the Madden curse is going to rear its ugly head and unfortunately prevent Lamar from winning a Super Bowl, or if you think he can escape that opportunity and win the Super Bowl this year, even though we've got what's going on with Brady down in Tampa Bay as well as Gronk coming back. So the question of the day, the question of the hour, the question of the week, all the way up until, hell, the season is done. Will the Madden curse affect Lamar Jackson? Or is he going to come through Scott Clean as our new NFL Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl champion i'll put that out there to all of you enjoy all right well for the first round i think we should go one of the top dbs the boy from ohio state or the boy from lsu i don't like the boy from the digs boy from alabama i don't feel like we need a wide receiver if he drops to us but if rugs does drop to us rugs digs or uh i mean i know damn well lamb ain't but I would go with that as well. I do like the outside linebacker. I do like the outside linebacker from um, LSU. But, you know, I think what we brought to the team is just fine. Alden Smith and we got um, McCoy. <coughs> so, plus we got Gregory coming back. So, 
I think we fine with that. And I actually like bringing back Dez Bryant, put him in the slot. And so we don't need a wide receiver. So for the first round, I would definitely go for the uh for the for a DB, a top DB. That's what I would do. And then for our second pick, that's when I would focus on getting some some tight ends or something like that. I mean, not some tight ends, but some wide receivers or some uh, D linemen. And just like that, we are back. Uh, as promised, Redskins have the number two pick, so I guess it's my turn. Put my shopping list out there. <sighs> I mean, it's a no-brainer. I'm not even going to drag it out. Chase Young. At number two, you don't trade back. You don't, uh, you know, you don't sacrifice the number two pick. The number two pick should be held at a high esteem. Uh, it shouldn't even be thought of dangling it out there so somebody thinks they have a chance to get it from you. That number two pick is the man that's going to succeed as face of the franchise and he's going to succeed ryan kerrigan who is the current face of the franchise right now on the defense so he's going to succeed ryan kerrigan as i wouldn't say face of the franchise let me let me rephrase that but he could be he could be face of the franchise and he's homegrown just like haskins from the area from the dmv uh so he could be face of the franchise but he will definitely succeed uh, Ryan Kerrigan as your cornerstone in your defense. I'm not saying, you know, any slight against Ryan Anderson, Montez Sweat. Not not no slight against any of those guys. But Chase, picking Chase Young could mean so much more for those guys. It could mean a lot for the guys on the D-line and the linebackers. Um, it could mean a lot for the secondary because if – He's getting double teamed. That's freeing everybody else up. That's freeing uh, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. You know, that's freeing them up to get pressure. And then it makes it easier on the DBs and the linebacks that are in coverage because they're getting pressured and all they got to do is read and react. Balls in the air. They got enough time. It's an errant throw. Bang. Either it's an incompletion or at best a pick. That's what we've been missing here. That's what we need to get. This talk of uh, trading the number two pick, trading back down further into the first round, and but getting a slew of picks back, no, no. One thing that I don't want to do is I don't want to sacrifice uh, a prime opportunity to get a, 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 a game changer, a disruption a disruptor that is Chase Young because he's going to cause havoc. He's going to be a disruption. Every level he's played at, he's been a disruptor. He seems like he's all about working hard, and that's what this team needs, more hard workers. That's where the culture change comes in. These guys are not about to go party. Dwayne Hass has been working all offseason on getting better. I love to see it. He's not on vacation in Maui or anything like that. You see Kelvin Harmon and, and, and McLaurin trying to get better. You see guys like that getting better. They're trying to work on their craft. That's what you do. That's what I love to see. 
And that's the culture change is being preached. And Chase Young being a part of that culture change because of his work ethic is what's needed. Not only on the field, but off the field. That right there. He's not a knucklehead. That right there is what does it for me. Okay? Now, you want to trade Trent Williams to an unnamed team. I've even heard him going to Tampa Bay in exchange for uh, O.J. Howard. And I asked B.J. the question. I said, if that involves losing the number two pick, I don't want O.J. Howard that bad. And I know I've said here uh, before that I would love to have O.J. Howard, but and you went – Tampa Bay went and got a guy off the street in Gronkowski. Now, Gronkowski was retired, under contract with WWE. How in the world do you go get a guy off the street? You have Cameron Brake and O.J. Howard. How do you go get a guy off the street? And uh, you were just willing to give up your homegrown talent in O.J. Howard. Things that make you go, hmm, just my opinion. But number two pick, Redskins are on the clock, and we are a little over 24 hours away. But when that number two pick comes up, it shouldn't be no hesitation. As soon as Roger Goodell or however they're going to do it, say the Redskins are on the clock, that pick should be in. As soon as he say the Redskins are on, if they're doing it by text message, video conference, I don't care. The pick should already be in. It should be up. Chase Young. That's it. And that's all. It shouldn't be no speculation, no waiting. Chase Young. That's it. Okay. So that's all our time. Uh, tomorrow night, try to figure out. We normally go and record during the draft. Not a problem. I think we're going to keep up with tradition. We're going to record during the draft. Probably the first five or so picks. Uh, just getting on talking about the different picks and who's on the board and where they're going to go. And then, after that recording is done, I think it would be wise to jump on IG Live, uh, possibly myself and BJ, and just get the reaction from the Redskin fans of what moves the Redskin made with that number two pick. Did they keep it? Did they trade it? But if they trade it, I'll be very, very upset. So don't forget to go back and listen to Wow, the last three episodes because you missed some bomb burning some great ones. The last dance uh, react was very, very good, if I do say so myself. Um, a lot of emotion and excitement in that podcast. OK. Uh, the <laughs> Saturday Night WrestleManiac Sick of COVID show. Once again, with the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. And the Nubian Sumo James, just absolute fire. And one of, you know, my personal favorites, because it was my show, the Go-Go episode of the WrestleManiacs. Uh, just, just beautiful. I mean, the chemistry that the guys have together. All of the sideline junkies. The chemistry that I have with those guys is unparalleled and unmatched. Uh, and it's not put on just for you guys. That's real life chemistry. And when it when the world opens back up, when outside opens back up, it'll be great to be able to get together with those guys and 
actually sit and close down a restaurant just talking trash to each other. So looking forward to that, too. But until the world opens back up, everyone stay home, stay safe Uh, to all the essential personnel. Keep grinding, keep your head up. Everybody that's non-essential, hey, just relax. We're going to get through this. All right. I'm the big guy, KG. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Our Wednesday pre-draft. This is before the draft episode. For all the Sideline Junkies that are on special assignment. You heard from BJ. You heard from the People's Choice to Delonte, Junie, Jim, James, Allen. On special assignment, we out of here.